Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello, and welcome back to Being Miraculous, a podcast by Shweta Shivraman. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, Being Miraculous is a podcast to inspire and live life to its fullest through my journey of self-discovery. Miraculous is the derivative of the Greek word miraki, which means to do an act with complete willingness, undivided attention, and wholehearted devotion. This podcast is a reminder of how we're not alone in this journey and on the simple things we can do to make this life a memorable and a beautiful experience. Hello and welcome back. Hope all of you are doing well. Today we're going to talk about something that's never an easy conversation to have but felt necessary given the current times. We are going to be speaking about suicide and hope. And I have with me Sachin Chidambaram from Samaritans Mumbai. So Samaritans Mumbai is the first branch of the Samaritans UK to be set up outside of England. and it's an organization that has been actively working in the field of mental health since 1968 thank you so much for being a part of this conversation sachin great to have you here it is my pleasure shweta thank you for having me would you like to introduce yourself and samaritans a little bit more for our audience sure as you had said correctly samaritans mumbai is the first international branch of samaritans uk and since 1968 we had started off back then obviously because we didn't have any telephone lines at that point of time so it was only a walk-in service where people who are going through distress despair or even having suicidal thoughts they could come and talk to the counselors that were present at that moment However since the 90s about 27 years back we got our first telephone line and our first batch of volunteers who started taking the calls as well as meeting people face to face in our center providing emotional support again to the distressed despairing and people even having suicidal thoughts that has been you know what samaritans has been into we do this by a method called befriending we call it befriending to active listening and empathy and i have been with samaritans for close to 10 years if not more of which 4 years i was with samaritans uk in two separate branches one in tottenham one in ealing about 2 years each of the centers and for the past 6 years since 2013 i have been with samaritans mumbai i am the lead trainer here so the training and everything is under my responsibility interesting interesting journey sachin thank you thank you for sharing that and thank you for being a part of this conversation it is my pleasure the reason why we are actually here is that the past few months have definitely not helped as far as our mental health is concerned life as we know it has changed a lot of things we love doing are no longer an option and there are a lot more restrictions that we have to look after the boundaries between work and life are thinning down and there's a lot of pressure on each of us right there's not to doesn't help also that we have a lot of barrage of negative news coming in from every part of the world and It's almost natural to feel triggered at different parts in time and I personally have received several DMs of individuals experiencing suicidal thoughts you know feeling like uh, they are getting into a black hole and that's when I thought that it's there's no better than Samaritans Mumbai team to who's been working overtime probably during this period to offer much needed emotional support and relief so I was wondering how to start probably a conversation on suicide but let me start with something extremely basic okay is suicide preventable is suicide preventable so 
the whole point being suicide in itself or suicidal ideation right if you're looking at it extremely basic yes suicide is preventable however at the end of the day it is also how we are addressing it as a topic the whole point or the whole notion around suicidal ideation being that you know it is someone who's weak of mind or thought or you know just something that people are not able to deal with their life and hence choosing it as an option and all of these things there's a lot of myths that are around suicidal ideation i would still like to call it suicidal ideation because these are thoughts or feelings that arise and it can come up in anyone for that matter anyone from the general population it is estimated that at least if you take a sample population of 20 people at least four people would have had suicidal thoughts or ideation at some point in their life now even this is part of the recorded history mm. if you can think of it so the number is actually quite high even someone having a fleeting thought of suicide and when people hear it they may be able to recognize it of that one time when they thought like is it just you know would it be just better if i just kill myself you know or would yeah. it won't everything just be okay if i won't there anymore and you know these thoughts kind of going into stronger suicidal feelings the first thing to note is that this it is not under the control of the person it's not that someone is wishing suicide mm. feelings upon themselves you know what i mean right so if that is a thought that someone is having and sometimes people can have it on constantly and the idea of samaritans is that we provide that space where even someone who's going through a very intense suicidal ideation and they may not be having at all any control over it we provide the space and acceptance to the person to open up about these really deep dark feelings i mean sometimes even through our training sometimes i've seen that people have a higher stigma towards someone who may have suicidal ideation than even someone who may and again even someone who has aids for that matter is not supposed to be stigmatized but you know how the current climate is if someone is suffering from aids the reluctance in them just to open up to even people around them is so high right so right. just to give that as a context i'm using so imagine someone is feeling suicidal the acceptance that they get when they have to talk about these troubling thoughts is even lesser and even more alone and isolated when they are going through these really difficult emotions so samaritans provides that space where people can offload or unload about these really dark feelings without any judgment and complete acceptance so that goes a long way in alleviating a lot of that stress and despair that goes with suicidal ideation that acceptance that goes with it and that way i mean if you just look at our mission is self is that fewer people die by suicide so that is kind of our mission and vision and we do this by helping people unload about these deep dark feelings and thereby reducing their perceived stress around that whole thing right right so it's preventable however again it, it is at the end of the day it is the person's choice to to make right. that choice should i go ahead and die or not at the end of the day it is that person's choice and until we realize that and show that acceptance it can be really difficult right 
I think two things stood out for me in what you just shared. One is the fact that, you know, four in 20 people have actually had a uh, suicidal ideation at some point in their lives. And second, the fact that it sometimes is not in control of the person, right? It's, it's pretty much the case. I mean, when you're having suicidal thoughts, it's not like, hmm, nobody thinks it or wishes it upon themselves, you know, it's, it's just a thought like if you're, for example, hungry, it just comes up, you're hungry, you're hungry, right? It's right. pretty much the same way. If you get suicidal thoughts, you get suicidal thoughts. It's just a feeling like any other feeling. It comes up. Yes, there are, there could be different reasons for it. They, you know, there could be hormonal, it could be genetic, it could be existing really chronic stress, depression and other things as well. So there are different types of sources because of which uh, triggers because of which it can come up. However, it is not under the control or wish of a person to have it. Okay. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of reasons as to what could make it come up. Uh, so there are multiple places in which it could come up for individuals. So is there a way in which a person can self-monitor or, you know, realize that these are the triggers that probably lead to these thoughts and try and see or bring awareness when they feel that way? So one of the most important things, Shweta, is the person should feel that they have support around them. For example, if it is through depression, if someone is going through, you know, depressions, if, if uh, prolonged depression can lead to, for example, I'm just talking about one source, right? Prolonged depression can lead to suicidal ideation. Now, if you're getting suicidal ideation, if the person gets more and more isolated and is not able to look, uh, find the support around them, the acceptance around them where they feel that they can talk about it, it can just increase the despair. That they're mm. so for the person it becomes important knowing that this feeling first of all is okay it is normal for anyone to have these feelings we tend to self-judge a lot because we get these feelings mm. and because we don't know where they are coming from because of all the stigma attached around it it becomes that much more difficult to accept it sometimes even acknowledge it when you are having those thoughts you know so most important is to be self-aware uh, see when you're able to like you know keep track of certain behavioral changes that you may yourself have like if you're uh, feeling lack of energy lack of motivation to do regular stuff that you normally would have enjoyed doing things like that you know if you're able to keep track of yourself and able to look at yourself objectively and say right this is not my normal pattern of behavior and I'm seemingly feeling more and more down. So trying to identify that and seeking support is extremely important. So that even if you are having suicidal ideation or thoughts, at the same time you are talking about it. So one of the things that you mentioned was a lack of motivation to do something or, you know, uh, doing something that you do on a regular basis, you're not able to generate interest in that. Is anything, are there any other indicators like uh, some of them I've heard, you know, it's either insomnia that they are just not able to sleep this and it's continuously affecting their sleep quality. And that also triggers such kind of thoughts or, you know, emotional disturbances. What are the signs are there that people could probably catch on if uh, it is something that's prolonging? So again, suicidal ideation, I mean, the, the best way to recognize it is that you are having thoughts of suicide. It is, for example, when you're doing regular activities or chores, just to give an example, if a person is in the kitchen and they're planning to cook something, right? And they see the knife mm -hmm. and, they, and the first thought, instead of thinking about cutting the chicken off, 
carrots that thought is coming what if i just cut myself and will that help me die how sure it is so these fantasies that come up when you're in regular situations like train station you may think about what if i can it all just end if i just jump in now you know mm-hmm. these fantasies that keep coming up instead of just ignoring them to be you know oh just random thought that came up give it that seriousness that okay i am getting these thoughts of ending my life right let me talk about that that is for suicidal ideation particularly however the other mm-hmm. things that you spoke about that insomnia or even oversleeping or any of those things can be like a sign for depression for example right mm. the point is it's not every time the same thing it is essentially you looking at yourself what you have been generally doing things that you enjoy doing things you have a better idea about how much sleep do you normally get how good are you at sleeping if you enjoy eating food or not you know if your weight is how good are you in your weight and all of these things and suddenly you see changes in happening that means for example if you're suddenly gaining weight right without okay. having the intention to gain weight mm-hmm. or losing weight without having intention to lose weight right you right. end up doing things without thinking and for example you may just avoid food for a long time right even eating mm-hmm. food can become a chore so it's not that you are not eating food to reduce weight it's just something that is happening and you are losing weight right so right. any changes that happen with you with just the things that you do on a regular day to day basis without you wanting it to happen and things are changing and happening that's a good sign for you to try and talk about these things out and reach out to get support right very interesting i think what i literally you know notice is that these feelings sort of uh, tend to sneak up on you right on your regular day to day activities it's not exactly like you know it's going to come and when it suddenly comes how does one manage it when the first thought or you know recurring thoughts of these sort of fantasies occur in us how do you sort of stop yourself you know how do you even recognize that okay now maybe i need to speak about it or i need to even share it because these are not something that can come up in regular conversations or a catch up with a friend right See that's the thing I mean if you have that kind of an open relationship and support system where you know that you can talk about anything and everything uh, it kind of helps a lot it is extremely difficult to talk about these difficult I mean feelings in general we we are not used to talking about them right as community society we tend to look at things with a problem and a solution kind of a mm. thought process so give me a problem i'll give you the solution however trying to get deeper into and uh, try to see what are the feelings that are coming up when you are facing a particular situation or thing it's not something that we are used to in general as a society and right. also just listening i mean if for example if you are giver of help right and someone is coming to you and talking about i had a really hard day at work and the other person instead of asking you hey do you want to talk about it why don't you tell me how it was and how did you, how did you feel through the day mm. and how are you feeling right now instead we may be like oh you had a rough day you know what we should do let's go out for a drink <laughs> or let's let's chill somewhere or something or the other our main thing is oh this person is in a bad mood we recognize it we see that that mm. the person is not in a good space However instead of checking with the person and letting them talk about it which actually helps we try to distract them and move them on to a better place a happy place it's our need that oh my friend is going through a tough time i don't want him to have a bad time let me give him a good time 
right? Unfortunately, that good time, it doesn't really help. I mean, it, the person is distracted for what, 10, 15 minutes. But then mm. these thoughts, these feelings that they have had today, for example, they stay unresolved. They haven't right. processed that and how they feel about it and finally letting it go, accepting it and letting it go didn't happen, right? It just stays in a corner in some part of their mind. Now, if it's not a big trigger, it may stay there, dissipate, whatever. Mm. However, if there were stronger triggers there, there were things that they felt really strongly about, it can just stay there and fester, you know. And the next time you have some sort of a stronger feeling, a, a bad experience, then what happens, you end up going inside and bringing all of these out together. So if today I'm experiencing pain, I don't deal with it. I didn't process it properly. Tomorrow I experience some other pain similar in nature. What I will feel tomorrow is a combination of tomorrow's pain and today's pain. So it just keeps on building up, building up. So the point is to just get people to start talking about it, start processing it, maybe if possible on a daily basis. Won't that be a utopia? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I think that is more of a general, uh, our societal indifference towards it also, right? The simplest thing when we say is that, oh, you're feeling bad, just sleep it off, you'll be all right. Or, you know, if you're going through something, push it under the rug, think about something, move on and everything will be all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't put it so much as the indifference of the society as much as a lack of knowledge about it. Okay. Because I think the thing with suicide or suicidal ideation as well is not so much as the stigma as much as the fear sometimes I feel you know that because it is the end of life and it just shocks people and if someone is coming to you right we are used to these daily interactions of problems and solutions right unfortunately what happens when someone is coming with a bigger issue that they are facing or that they themselves are not able to figure out properly we use the same formula problem and solution (laughs) <laughs> so it's not so much as some I would never think that someone is doing this on purpose or even the person who has a friend who's come up and said hey I had a really hard day and this person is like you know what don't worry let's go for a drink right mm. now we cannot say that this person is indifferent or that their intentions are bad towards this person mm. it is not that this person wants this person to struggle on a long-term basis by keeping things inside they haven't even thought about it they are not aware of it so the point is if they are made aware that you know what actually the thing that may help the most is even if you're having a drink for that matter but hey while you're having that drink why don't you talk about it you Mm. know and just sit with them and be show them that you're gonna be with them so it is that awareness that we need to build up more and more i feel as much as the indifference because if we call it indifference then we are already calling the society a criminal we are kind of pushing away people and there are a lot of people who want to help want to do good for others and all of those things unfortunately because they are not aware of this or it may be their own biases that may stop them from being a good listener we cannot blame them because then we push them more and more away and the stigma stays the cause is not helped in any way if that made any sense Correct. absolutely i think indifference was definitely not the right term ignorance maybe would be a more accurate yeah. thing in terms <laughs> of not knowing how to deal with someone who comes and says that you know 
Mm. I am actually having such thoughts. So this is an ideal scenario, say, where people around you are open to listening and you have some friends where you could speak up mm. and, you know, share things. Mm. But a lot of uh, lot of people, I think, especially given the current scenario where they're locked up in homes and are probably surrounded in, say, a little bit more toxic environments where they are probably not comfortable sharing it with anyone and are probably feeling cut off from the rest of the society. Mm. So for them, what would your recommendation be is that if such thoughts occur, uh, what could they do in these situations? So, again, the simplest thing is, I mean, yes, we are not able to choose our where we are at the moment so much because of the lockdown and the entire thing, right? The only Correct. thing I can recommend is, you know, hopefully you are able to realize that what you're feeling, these really deep, dark feelings, they are normal they are okay it is okay to have these feelings there is absolutely nothing wrong with you knowing that that mm-hmm. these are regular feelings just like any other feelings and talking about them i know it may be really difficult to reach out to the people especially the ones that you know or are around you because you do not know how they may react yeah uh, because of their ignorance about the whole thing and even sometimes when we are aware of all these things because the other person is really close to us it becomes really difficult to empathize with the person we are so emotionally attached to another person mm-hmm. sometimes empathy cannot come up because we are so emotionally entangled with them so we can look at reaching out to these and there are so many ngos out there like for example samaritans is one of them where we provide an anonymous confidential service where you you call us and we don't even know where you're calling from we don't track your number whatever you share stays within samaritans it does not leave samaritans so no one is going to be finding out or we won't be calling up your parents or anyone we don't know who you are and we don't even yeah. want to know who you are because we would rather you share with us your thoughts and feelings not your identity you know what i mean right so there are organizations like us but they are more like first aid the actual help there would be more help if you are able to reach out to counselors to psychiatrists there is absolutely nothing wrong in reaching out to counselors or therapists sometimes what happens is it becomes difficult to find the right match counselors as well just mm. like any other service i mean when you go to pick a phone right you don't just buy the first thing that you see right you need to kind of gauge in that process and see what fits my needs better and based on all those things we buy a phone so and even for a doctor right our regular illnesses we always have, tend to have our favorite doctor right we have gone to mm-hmm. four people but no this particular doctor gets me <laughs> and i would rather go to him Correct. even though my rest of my family may right. hate him <laughs> but i know that i go to right. him i feel better so similarly right. counselors as well people may get disappointed by the first experience they may get because they didn't get the right match and because it took so much effort for them to take that first step to reach out to a counselor i would really recommend that if possible do not get disappointed it's not that every counselor is made from the same piece of cloth there will be a counselor mm-hmm. that may be able to connect with you better and be able to provide a better way just that connection can get better so do not just go to the first counselor you see and be like yep yahi hai mera aur agar isse nahi hua to fir gaya mera you know not no hope please 
please look into it, scope the field. There would be many other people. And it is about when you find the right person, it will flow. And even after that, even after some sessions, you feel like, okay, the connect is not coming, feeling the right way. You can either talk to your counselor about it or again, try and find a different one. Just the way we do with our doctor. If 10 years down the line, if mm-hmm. I've been with the doctor and suddenly I feel like, hey, you know what? I'm not getting the same level of treatment anymore. We don't get too but- hung up on it, right? We do go out to another doctor, get a second exactly. opinion or something like that. So it's exactly the same way for mental health as well. Please feel free to scope out, look at what is out there. And there are a lot of options. There are a lot of options. So that would be my recommendation. <laughs> Interesting perspective, actually. And, you know, a lot of us we sort of lose hope when we don't find that connect and we think that, you know, maybe the problem is us. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing, because we end up blaming things on ourselves. Like, right, if this person is not getting me, see, a counselor is not so much. So, then you're getting my whole fault. No, that's not. Look, this is normal. Maybe you haven't found right. the right connect with this counselor. Find another one. It takes time sometimes. Sometimes three, four, five counselors you may have to go through. Right? right? But it is about knowing, first of all, knowing that this is a possibility. That it is not about you. It is about the connect between mm-hmm. the counselor and you. And being open to that and trying it multiple times is also important. Interesting. Very fascinating. Another thing that about suicide that is usually is that it's always a shock, right? When it happens to someone near or dear you, it's something like, you know, oh my God, I I, know, I would, did not even know that the person was entertaining such kind of thoughts or, you know, I could have helped if I had known. There's always those kind of conversations that come up whenever something like that happens. Yes. So how do you think individuals who probably do not have such kind of thoughts, you know, be there for those around them so that people will be open to sharing it with them and you know they can also help and reach out at the right time and be there for others who might be entertaining such thoughts mm-hmm. what would you say that we can do to be open okay first of facts that over 80% of the people who have suicide ideation would have expressed it in some form or the other okay that they would have shown mm-hmm. signs now what signs can a person give off again the way we had talked about how general behavior of a person has changed if a quiet person is becoming very active, if an active person is getting very quiet, if someone has suddenly started isolating themselves from the group or is suddenly engaging over time with the group. Again, mm-hmm. independently, they may not mean anything. And unfortunately, what happens is most of the time we are kind of just stuck on the behavioral level, right? Where we just interact people on, on a very superficial level. We, we may see these signs. I mean, suddenly you may see someone having a WhatsApp status like, oh, I'm done for, I'm done, you know, and stuff. Mm. But we may not necessarily read it in that tone that is, I'm done, right? It, right. it would be like, oh, the person is done for the day, I guess, right? So, Right. As a hints or things we may keep getting, but there is also, there may be times when we may choose to ignore it or we may think that, oh, person is going through bad mood, <laughs> is having a bad mood, right? So things like that, we can just, I'm not saying again, I'm not trying to blame anyone. One cannot take that guilt on themselves saying that, oh my God, yes, I saw all of these things now, but I didn't. Think of it this way. So, oh my God, I'm the reason why this happened. No, 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 no. Mm. Again, you weren't aware. 
people are not aware. Mm. Sometimes you may feel like, oh, something is amiss and everything. Mm. And you may want to check, but life happens and you didn't go in because nobody is able right. to predict this is what is going to happen. So right. the point is, if this is a cause that you are concerned about, be aware that if I'm giving a number that four out of 20 people may have experienced suicidal ideation at some point or other, right? So imagine if I'm going to a rain station, how many people are there? So imagine just in that train station, just on that one platform, how many people would have had experienced it, right? Right. Now, if we interpolate that, imagine out of them, if a thousand people were there, of which about 200 of them are, have experienced suicidal ideation, right? Now, mm-hmm. that means this has happened. But imagine how many of them may be going through it now as we speak. So even in our surrounding, even the, just because this has not been part of our bubble, it is always something that happens to someone else. It's very yeah. difficult to imagine that this could happen around in one's social circle or in someone's own family. And there will be times where people have expressed it. There is also persons need to not put stress on others, which stops them from showing it off as well. So how many times have we thought of like, I make sure that nobody around me is finding out. We put, wear it like a medal, right? You know, all these things that we say, we wear it like a medal. Guess what? Right. The other person on the other side, unfortunately, would, if on a superficial level, they would be like, yeah, the person looks cool, chill, right? Yeah. So the point is having more conversations. If we make this a conversation that people can just talk about, why do we always have to talk about the bloody weather or the traffic or the government? We can <laughs> talk about these things, about, hi, hey, hey, how have you been? Not just... Okay, okay, good, good, fine, fine, being busy, you know, how about... Move on to the next topic. Yeah. Oh, no, why don't we stick to it? Like, hey, how have you been? Like, this has been really difficult time for everyone. What about you? And don't just ask, also share. <laughs> you know, the person may share with them, also share back with them. Like, let them know as well that these are the things that I have been going through. I have been feeling, I have been worried about my job, my family, right. how we are going to survive. It has been crazy. But really talking about how you have been feeling through these times helps you process all this information. So I guess what right. I'm trying to say is what we need is more normalization of these conversations until that happens it is going to be really difficult interesting i think i completely agree with the fact that it works both ways in terms of us being okay sharing those things and at the same time the other person being okay having these kind of conversations so that's beautiful Mm. so if we start with this topic i think we said we'll talk about suicide and hope Mm. right Mm. so in the given scenario i think a lot of people you know, feel like there is no light at the end of the tunnel, right? Uh, It just feels like, you know, the lockdown keeps getting extended. Life is just getting messier and messier. COVID is impacting a lot more things. It's getting more personal also now because somebody who's been affected, people who've lost their jobs, it's getting much more closer to home, right? Yeah. What do you say to to folks to, you know, to sort of keep their hopes still alive and to know that this is not the end of it? Again, that's the point. I mean, we don't know, right? We don't know. So I have a personal pet peeve against hope as a word in itself. Okay. Because it does nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> it does absolutely nothing. It is that, you know, let me take you out for a drink when someone is going through a tough time. <laughs> it is that tomorrow's sun will shine brighter when we do not, even the weatherman is not able to predict that properly. So, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I mean, how do we know that it is going to get better? What do we know about mm. this? And do we know True. if it is going to, even if the lockdown goes, is it going to get better to the person who we are speaking to right now? Is it going to get better right. for him tomorrow? Do we know exactly when it's going to get better? We keep telling them, like, mm. don't worry. First off, the worry is mm. not in their control. If you want to help them, <laughs> help them talk about that worry. Which is the more difficult and annoying? Right. <laughs> you know, and makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> But guess what? That is what is needed right. at that point of time. That person to talk about their worry. We tell them, Are you are very negative. Ho Nahin, jo right. hai, wo bahar nikal hai. Wo negative is not going to be able to get it out of their system. Now, when someone starts to talk, we are like, Are you are very negative. You are very negative. You are now this person is not aware that this person has done 50 rounds of CVs, 100 applications, hasn't heard mm-hmm. back and all of the stress that they have been already going through. But now we feel that we have given 25 grams of hope, so it's okay. But it is not how that works. Unfortunately, hope doesn't work. We say that the world is in now, that means that hope is the person's own this thing. It is that person's own making. That person right. has to see that from their own side. You cannot make someone see that. You know, mm. There's this thing, right? We are always looking for light at the end of the tunnel. But we right. don't realize that sometimes that light could be a train. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, when we keep pushing people, pushing this overly optimistic, really, really mushed up positivity that goes with it, like, you have to look at something, you to person who is not just giving hope if you are giving hope and you can't stop yourself listen we can't do much about it <laughs> but aap abhi hope de diye ho to aur samne wale ne khareed bhi liya hai aapse right. go one step ahead and also stay with them give them that space to talk about these really deep dark issues and worries and anxieties that they may be going through and one thing you can do is don't feel the need ki you have to respond so being aware that you know what me being this person who this person can even talk to that is a big enough help right patient and let the person do the talking and ventilate with you. That in mm-hmm. itself is uh, so, so, so much more helpful. But mm-hmm. patience, mm-hmm. Hope, se patience. Hope, patience. 
I think that's one of the most interesting perspectives I've ever heard about hope, uh, Sachin. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that out. I think it's it's more like you said, right? You feel good when you say positive things, and you you know it's your need to make the other person feel good. But that doesn't solve anything. It doesn't move you no, forward. You tend anywhere. to feel good, better Correct. when you were putting up that meme saying that stick in there and tomorrow will be nicer, and you'll have like <laughs> a million likes to it. Because everyone who is in your zone right now is like, "Yeah, baat ekdam sahi kaha hai, bhai ne." ठीक है. But the person who is actually going through a depressive state or suicidal and all of that, they don't. It is actually imagine a bhook lagi hai aapko, ठीक है? You're really hungry, and the other person is like, "Aaj ruk ja, kal biryani milega." अब मारोगे ना उसे? कि तुझे क्या पता मेरा भाई मैं किधर हूँ क्या कंडीशन में हूँ और तू मुझे बिरयानी खिला रहा है मैं तो जेन सो नोइंग व्हाट इज नीडेड फॉर दैट पर्सन सो वी हैव टू एक्चुअली बी देयर फॉर द पर्सन लेट द पर्सन टॉक इट आउट आप ये मुफत का बिरयानी बेचना बंद करो इनफैक्ट स्टे विद दैट पर्सन लेट द पर्सन मेक दर ओन दाल खिचड़ी बट बी देर विद वाइल दर डूइंग इट दैट विल बी अगर I think that's a beautiful message that you just hold space for the other person to sort of work through whatever it is that they are going through yeah. instead of you know and resist that urge to you know give advice or solutions and oh. you know get out of that state you are better off or you can actually help mm. and just be there for the other person to work it out mm. beautiful great session so you think anything else that you would like to share with our listeners today I think best thing that i can share but i know it is going to be really difficult for people to do is if you feel you are strong and if you feel that you are you know in a good place and you want to help people especially in the mental health first off please try to take off your savior hat the hero cape that you want to save someone that you want to stop someone from suicide instead just help be there with them instead of being that savior and hero be that friend who's going to be there with them even without getting any credit even without getting any positive or feedback like are yaar ye bahut acha kar raha hai tu mere sath baith ke kyunki hum jab ye hope solution dete hain to aapko reply mil jata hai na are thank you yaar ye acha idea diya tune ya falana falana that instant gratification milta hai but when you have to take a role of a listener and being there for the person ye instant gratification nahi milta sometimes the person may take ages right by and it may be really taxing to just be there for a person as well right. so the point is to be there for the person right. you have that hero savior mentality focus that or try to channel it to say ki right you know what i'll do something even more difficult than telling them what to do i will let them find out what they want to do and i'm going to be with them through that journey that right. is going to be more time consuming it is going to be more challenging more difficult for you to do and i hope you are able to accept that challenge and if you do also at the same time reach out for your own mental health it is going to be it is a difficult thing to be there for someone unconditionally empathetically for a long time so please please do not just think that sabko meri zarurat hai aur mujhe kisi ki zarurat nahi nahi don't be that hero as mm. well please reach out please okay. talk about your own feelings to someone you trust and if you do right. not have that if you feel everyone is below you jinko help chahiye hota hai try to develop relationships where you can be a receiver of help as well it is extremely important 
Interesting. Beautiful, beautiful message, Sachin. Thank you. That I think uh, leaves us with a lot of things to work on and also very interesting perspectives to think about uh, how we usually behave or, you know, how we usually shrug off conversations and how sometimes we think we can manage everything. But at the end of the day, that also takes a toll on us. I mean, I just hope I have not put anyone under a guilt trip here. It's, again, it is ignorance. If the more we are aware of things, the more we will be able to be part of the change, you know, that we are hoping for others. So don't let this journey of knowledge and awareness stop with one podcast. Try to read up more. Actually, instead of referring to social media posts or memes, actually read up on what suicidal ideation, how these things work, what is depression, what are these mental illnesses that we keep talking about and hearing. Try and read up more about them. You will get a better idea as to what I was talking about right now. <laughs> You'll get a better idea. <laughs> And is there any way in which you think uh, listeners can help, uh, you know, support the mission of fewer deaths because of suicide uh, of Samaritans Mumbai? Is there anything that you would like to share? Yeah, easiest way anyone can help is by volunteering with us. And there are other NGOs like us. I mean, we are part of Befrienders India. So there are about 16 centers that operate just like us, Pan India and mm-hmm. reporting under the umbrella of Befrienders India. So you may find a center close by to you as well. So do look them up, try to volunteer with them, volunteer with us. We could use fundings. If you can donate, then please do. We have our social media on Instagram, Samaritans.Mumbai, Facebook. Uh, follow us. It's not. I'm not asking to follow. We are not going to make any money from these followers. What I'm asking yes. is... So that when you follow us, you can like us, share what sometimes you may like a post that we are putting up or anything. You share that. What we are trying to do is spread awareness so that more people are looking at content and stuff that actually works than just Kalki Subha Bahut Badiya. Ye wale post actually things that may help. So try and be an active and a knowledgeable member of society to help in the mental health so yes donate volunteer spread awareness even when you are talking about volunteer don't have to necessarily be a listening volunteer with us even we need a lot of help in content creation graphics whatever whatever you can think of if you are good at something you know what bring it up and we will try and see if there is any way we can you know work with you if you may have contacts in different corporates or colleges or in hospitals or wherever that may help Mm. us go and have outreach sessions with them so different ways that anything and anyone can help in this cause and why don't you reach out and let's see how we can do that together perfect thank you for that Sachin I think I'll also add the links to your social media and your website as well when I upload the podcast so that your listeners can directly get uh, directed to your website then thank you in case they want to do more Mm. perfect Thank you so much, Sashin. Thank you for your time and thank you for your thoughts. I really enjoyed the conversation that we had here and I hope it did help even 1% more increase the awareness about the suicidal ideation and thoughts. I'll be really grateful for that. So thank you so much for taking the time and sharing this with us. Thank you so much, Shweta, for having us here and keep providing us this space to talk about this. And yes, even if one person is hearing it and it does help them in some way, yeah, that's the job done, right? रिजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें 
यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट